0: You are listening to the Young Culture Podcast, where young adults from all backgrounds and experiences share their ideas and opinions. Hello, Young Culture. Thank you for listening in. It's Venita here, and I have Sandeep with me if you want to say hey. Hi. Awesome. So Sandeep is here to talk about his book. So, Sandy, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself first?
1: Uh, Well, I'm actually a clinical kinesiologist here in the Lower Mainland. I am also the director and founder of Zenvizi Media Corporation and recently published author.
0: Awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. I think that's really cool to have Mm. um, your energy in different things because I feel like if you just bring it to like one I don't know this is just me talking but mm-hmm. I like doing different things too because like for me if I did like the same thing every single day I feel like it would get kind of mundane it,
1: it does it's not um when you take a look at the economy as well it's mm-hmm. not something as simple as going to a nine to five every day yeah I feel like these days you either have to have something that you're very interested in or something that's going to produce an income yeah along with that you got to have a side hustle or something that kind of gives you a little bit of joy right yeah exactly mm-hmm.
0: totally I totally agree with that and um let's talk about your book so what is the t- title of your book
1: so the title of my book is the habits that define us love it and the title is pretty Mm self-explanatory right there Um, the book that I wrote here is more of a uh, Mm self-help title its primary focus is more on performance related work so performance psychology um, it's meant more for athletes and individuals in high stressful occupations right um, which is this
0: generation right yeah (laughs)
1: people that are going through uh, you know Crazy changes in their own lives again yeah it's not as easy as just picking up a job and working at it for the next 20 to 30 years Mm -hmm. retiring eventually we're you know running around young people especially Mm -hmm. and so that was primarily one of the motivations that I had when I was writing this because my background is again in biology which I first did at uh, UBC and then eventually switched over to more performance psychology and then kinesiology Mm
0: -hmm. super cool and I feel like we're the generation of why Mm-hmm. like as compared to like I don't know like our parents generation right. like I feel like my parents they just did it because they had to do it and no questions asked yeah. but like I don't know just like talking about my own experiences like I want to know why am I doing this like right, why right. why am I going to put my time into this like mm-hmm. is this going to make me happy if not like why am I doing it blah blah blah. so I think stuff like this is super great for th- this time now more so than ever because people want to know more about why like why do I like this and how can Mm -hmm. I help myself get better so um, aside from like the inspiration that you were saying earlier did you have any other inspiration behind creating this book?
1: There were a number of them so again Mm -hmm. being a young person myself this is the first time ever that I didn't take any single course because mind you ever since I graduated from high school I went to university directly Mm -hmm took my winter semester courses and then I took summer courses so
0: you were the full
1: full full time all the time Full time all Mm. the time Um, outside of maybe a few months during the summer when Mm -hmm. I did take off this was the first time with no studying at all and for me that was a big change and the kind of person that I am I have to be doing many different things to keep myself engaged right and around this time I was like you know I want to do something And
0: Let's do something epic, right? Let's do something, yeah. Yeah.
1: At the same time, I was talking to a lot of my professors because I was done with school now, Mm -hmm. and you start to get into the next stage of your life now. You can't do an undergraduate degree and keep doing that or just studying all the time. So I wanted to kind of master something or another and get out there a little more. And I had a couple of great mentors and, again, professors that Mm -hmm. kind of encouraged me off of some of the theses I've written in the past. And um, with that in mind, I was like, you know what? I will write a book because it's more meaningful. If anything, I'd write it for myself and what I'd be writing is beneficial to others as well.
0: I like that too because it's like, like you said, like how long can you keep doing the education piece? So Mm -hmm. you basically are like, there's only so much time that you can use to take in all the knowledge and then there's a time where you actually have to execute it and like apply it, which I think that's awesome. Um, Why did you think it was important to create this book?
1: Well, for a number of reasons. So, again, we, when we get to our economy now, let's say, or in another way, I, I hate saying it's, je- it's year <laughs> X or another, right? Yeah, yeah, Millennials, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. But there are a disproportionate amount of people, young people especially, mm-hmm. highly educated. It's the first time where ev- almost everyone is going to university and getting an undergraduate degree. It's like Very going true. to high school and getting a diploma. Yeah. So I figured, well, with um, – With all this kind of chaos that's happening basically with young people, a lot of young people are entering the workforces and a lot aren't as well. Um, With the cost of living, especially in the lower mainland, let's say, right? Mm -hmm. All this kind of stuff happening. It's a very crazy time. And so what I was seeing at the same time here were a lot of these sort of self-help things going around, right? Right. And for myself, uh, I'm very critical of a lot of these things. I don't like pseudoscience. I don't like a lot of you know, feel-good quotes and things like Like that. Like, you want the facts. I want the facts. Yeah, I like that. (laughs) And and that's really tough. And it's Mm. it's also very damaging because the amount of information, first time ever within human history, uh, there's such a wealth of information out there that's freely available. Yep. But it can be very damaging if it's not given appropriately. And again, some things like the secret and, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. uh, bring forth things into existence. I, I'm very critical of that. I don't believe mm-hmm. that myself because it doesn't really have any scientific basis to it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that was one thing that motivated me and know one took me well to say. And um, again, I wanted to basically sum up everything that I, I had studied because there's no point in spending so much on education just to try to get a job alone. Um, I oh, feel 100%. like education needs to be valued enough to... You know, you have to make a positive contribution in some way or another. Mm -hmm. All the people that have come before me have contributed to biology um, and the sciences and things like that. So this is my sort of contribution here.
0: Totally. I I 100% agree with what you're saying. Like, I love self-help books, Mm -hmm. but I I don't like the fluffy ones, if I had to word it in that way. Mm -hmm. Because, I don't know, like, I think there is value in what they're saying. But I do feel like the quote unquote fluffy books can very easily be taken out of context Absolutely. in the wrong hands. Mm-hmm. But like when you're like really giving the facts, like you, there's no way to I- like misinterpret it. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's there. Yeah, It's there for you to understand it. And it's there for you to understand in that way. Exactly. And I think it is really important. And like you said too earlier, I was talking about this in a, another podcast mm-hmm. about fitness, right? Like what a time to access whatever you want, yeah. W- in relation to fitness, but yeah, at right. the same time, like there is so much out there that isn't factual, yeah. and I think to the the I guess the average like I'm to use prototype though, <laughs> <laughs> average person, well, the, a- the average person. Well, the average person. So w-
1: With how much information is freely mm-hmm. available, you can go on YouTube. You can exactly. Find, you can simply Google something. Yeah. You have a computer in your pocket constantly right this technology is more advanced than the technology took to get a person on the moon yeah so with that in mind though it's like when you look at a magazine a magazine's specifically curated with specific content so is newspapers a lot of publications but the internet anyone can say anything exactly that's why we get a lot of dis or or misinformation out there especially
0: 100% and yeah like I like that you brought up the secret I watched it (laughs) and I yeah like that could be interpreted so wrong yeah and uh,
1: outside of the secret as well there's a number of you know there's so many health self-help books that come out and entrepreneur lifestyle books and all this kind of stuff first and foremost me being a business owner as well Mm -hmm. i understand when people talk about entrepreneur entrepreneurialism and things like that it's um it's one of those things again. You want to hear it, it's feel good to you. Yeah. But it's not realistic and again is damaging, mm-hmm. right? So I decided to take the knowledge that I had acquired and be able to package it into basically this book that's 110 pages. So
0: it's a good quick read, right? So it's a good quick read. Yeah.
1: Again, uh, if you, I don't know yourself, have you taken a look at a lot of journals, scientific journals and things like that? Or had to actually painstakingly read it?
0: In my university career, I mm-hmm. used to read the intro, yeah. skip the method. Right. <laughs> maybe if I wanted to get into the, the body of it, mm-hmm. jumped to 20 pages, right. got to the findings, the summary, we're done. Yep, that, that's <laughs> <Yeah>. exactly <laughs> yeah. it, right? Yeah. But
1: again, it, it's, it's tiring. Yeah. Nobody wants to sit there and read it. And so that's the challenge mm-hmm. that always is there. Do you put out this fluff? Yeah. Or do you go super scientific? What yeah. kind of middle ground? Where's can the I happy reach medium, right? And kind of h- give that to the public. And
0: yeah, and where you throw in that variable, we are that generation that wants that instant, uh, instant fix. And yeah,
1: it, it's it's um, <laughs> that instant gratification immediately. Yeah. Uh, we're, the, we're like we're not even the Vine generation anymore. Before six yeah. seconds. Yes. Or yes oh my God, vines! I got about <laughs> right? those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now <laughs> we're uh, you know if I can't get your attention in yeah. two seconds, two to three seconds, it's <laughs> done. You're out of here. <laughs>
0: oh man that's too funny that Mm -hmm. that's so true so yeah i i like that too even like i like to read self-help books and it's like i like the ones that you can really dive into and take your time in but i also Mm -hmm. like those ones where you can like get into it like in a day or two and get that like burst yeah i think i feel like that's what your book is like that burst of like yeah help
1: and i wanted to uh, so if you read it once which is easy read Mm -hmm the challenge of any um any publication is you put something out there there's only going to be a certain amount of people that either purchase it and after they purchase it they're only going to read it once right let's say 100 people buy it maybe 50 will read it maybe 20 will read it twice and then out of those 20 maybe five will go back and actually kind of share it with others right so that's a great challenge and that's why it was a challenge for me to write it Mm -hmm. in such a way
0: that's awesome and um how did you collect this information because you did say Mm -hmm. like on your study so like how did you pick and choose, and like what did you do?
1: Yeah, so uh, I wanted to so I split this book up into a few sections. So the first is the mental. Right. Um, the second is the physical. So the mental is more uh, uh, heavy on psychology and neurobiology, again, mm-hmm. field of work that I've been in. And it was easy to bring relevant information to it and right. share it um, to the public again. Similarly with uh, the physical, it's more about evolutionary biology. And again, neurophysiology and biology there as well to kind of showcase the different changes that have happened over time. The second uh, part, I guess I would say, is more of a philosophical journey, which is called order and chaos, Mm -hmm. Um, and that's life. Life isn't positive thoughts, life isn't just like that. Um, What I deem as toxic positivity, let's say. Yes, that's a thing, that really is a thing. very big, and so what I wanted to articulate is we live, you know, in a Western society, there's so much about being positive and happy Mm -hmm. and things like that, but that's not really the case. And with the habits that I do discuss here in the various sections, it's meant to kind of walk that field, mm-hmm. um, the middle ground, basically between order and chaos, mm-hmm. between uh, life and death, and all these kind of things. Yeah, I and just read
0: mm-hmm. um, Gary Bishop, the okay. the second book. Uh-huh. Uh, Stop that shit! I think that's what it's called. But yeah, literally, what he's saying too, like right. if you're gonna just have your head in the clouds, you're just gonna do more damage. Exactly. <laughs> yeah,
1: e- it's. Uh, it's a challenge, though. That's yeah. not as things that people are willing to readily accept right away. Yeah. Because we do have, again, a whole generation that's been told you're special, mm-hmm. that think positive thoughts, mm-hmm. be happy, all this kind of stuff. But the reality is, and right now, we're seeing that in millennials and younger people that are having higher rates of depression right. and anxiety. So totally. it's, it's very tough. And finally, then we get to the last section, which is the habits. And um, I know the title is The Habits That Define <laughs> Us, and you can't just narrow it down to yeah. a few habits. So I narrowed it down to a few sections um, right. um, based on our life overall and how we can develop proper attainable habits that can influence them.
0: Totally. So, like, you started off with the mental. I th- My whole thing is, like, you got to get your minds right before right. the rest around you falls into place. So, yeah, exactly. so, like, you took it, like, step by step and then brought it full circle yeah. at the end. exactly. Th- I think that's a great way to understand The whole picture. You got to like break it down and bring it together, right? Yeah, because
1: again, you got to get your um, viewership or readership's attention enough. Mm -hmm. And to be able to give that information appropriately, I can't just bombard them with a list of habits or things like that or begin to go off on a whole scientific adventure that's not going to make a lot of sense to people.
0: Yeah, totally. And who was your target audience in mind when you were writing this book?
1: So I I always thought of it as being people that are my age. So um, I published this book at 25. I wanted to reach people that are... Beginning to get out and become more independent, so 18 to yes. the 30s, right? Yeah. After writing it, i So I've we're kind of on the
0: same page here, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: after writing it, I've had a lot of positive response from people that are mm-hmm. even in their 40s. People are going yeah. through like a half-life crisis, Totally. Say. Yeah.
0: And so, I think you, yeah. like, it doesn't matter what point you are in your life, whether, you, how like, you've gotten it figured out, you don't, right. you always need a little check-in. Mm-hmm. So I think this book is valuable, like you said, to anyone of any age group. And mm-hmm. um, would you be willing to share some points out of your book with us?
1: Absolutely. So cool. I think I'll focus more on like the habits that I uh, do discuss, right? Yeah. Um, so with uh, when you get to Chapter 4, mm-hmm. uh, it's called Make Your Bed. Nice. And the idea isn't simply of just making your bed and things like that. The idea is what kind of habits are you able to foster to begin your day? Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of proper, let's say, sleep hygiene are you able to develop? Th- little things that can help influence how you're going to start Overall day, if you want to achieve something in your life, mm-hmm. so that was my starting point. Uh, make your bed. Um, I get to the fifth point, which is called uh, prior preparation prevents poor performance the five P's. Nice, right? Yeah. Um, that's something that my own professor in university said after a whole class bombed a midterm. It was like the class average was 40%, I think, right? So, um, things like that. So, preparation how we can develop habits on that, coming into how to develop discipline. Certain habits do influence how we become disciplined over time, and humans. Um, while humans are very individualistic, humans are also able to organize their lives in such a way that it's very automated, mm-hmm. and it's understanding how we can really do that. Further along the way, I discuss about how to really develop a life where you want to be a student constantly.
0: Yes, that's important. While
1: also being a master and vice versa, if you master mm-hmm. something, be you know sharing right. and students so back and forth on that um developing habits later on about you know just rest and relaxation because i feel mm-hmm. like again young people are constantly on the go the
0: There's grind mentality the grind right
1: mentality yeah. i'm sorry but no one can grind 365 days a week it's uh, yeah. 365 days a year yep 24 7 7 days a week it's not yeah. realistic
0: i get really concerned when people say things like i'm so tired i can't even think like and stuff that's like that ridiculous, right yeah
1: you know we're all o- as young people, this generation is the most overly stimulated generation mm-hmm. than any other. Yeah. Again, we have our phones in our pockets. We have technology all around us. W- humans aren't ready for that. No. Technology has advanced so much, but humans haven't evolved in a way, biologically speaking. Yes, to I meet believe that. that. Yeah. So rest and relaxation. And I go through, again, the science behind that, mm-hmm. how we can develop those habits. And finally, I ended up with this chapter called Gratitude. And gratitude is something that I feel like is not really understood very well what it means. It doesn't have to mean in a religious sense or anything like that. Right, right, right. But gratitude is a way of expression, and humans Mm -hmm. do need to be able to do that to kind of ground themselves in the present because, again, we're able to influence our futures by looking into our past, and that's, again, a form of survival and to give ourselves the best outcome in our lives. Right. But if you're not able to observe the moment right now, You're not able to really get to that attainable future.
0: Totally, yeah. Even like with this podcast, I've just gotten so much busier and like Mm -hmm. so many transitions throughout my day and focusing on the present has been my saving grace. Like instead of like at 10 a.m., instead of worrying about what I have to do at 8 Mm p.m., I just kind of like focus on the task at hand right. and then when it's time to focus on the next thing then get there but until then like it's not important mm-hmm. and i think that has helped me so much whereas like i yeah. feel like before i would have at 10 a.m been stressing out about the 8 p.m thing and I just like that. domino <laughs> effect on everything yeah. else and
1: then occupies your mind space exactly yeah
0: yeah so yeah i know i think that's that's super cool i like that you like focus on different things because life is not just about your career, life mm-hmm. is not just about um, the fun, life is not right. just about the grind or mm-hmm. w- the partying or whatever. Yeah. You have to pay attention to all things and even something as habitual as sleep. Like,
1: yeah. you
0: know, you just think, okay, like when I'm tired to go to sleep and then wake up. No, like you actually mm-hmm. have to put thought into it And you have to prioritize it and you have to structure it in a way that helps you thrive in all other ways exactly
1: and sleep's wonderful yeah a third of your love (laughs) it is devoted to sleep and it's the best time to recover that's when our brain is actually working the most
0: even like myself like one thing that i've practiced is like i will not sacrifice my sleep for other things like once Mm -hmm. 10 o'clock hits and if i have to wake up like if i have to wake up later then it's a different story but if i have to wake up early like like a 6 a.m. or like a 4 a.m. or whatever have you mm-hmm. I will stop doing my stuff because if I don't get at least that six hours of sleep I'm gonna ruin everything else in the day yeah so it
1: it's it's very difficult and I yeah. see that with l- again so with people that are in high stress occupations mm-hmm. um you're not able to sometimes get six hours of sleep mm-hmm. when we're looking at lawyers and we're looking yep. at business people totally. like nurses etc three hours of sleep and you're trying to function in those roles it's Crazy. very damaging
0: of course yeah. totally and like I like that you also said that your target audience, 18 to 30, Mm -hmm. I think this is also very important for young people because in high school, you don't get this information. No, not at
1: all. Uh, A lot of the planning that we do have that's discussed in high schools, I feel is very outdated. Um, A lot of the methods as well. And again, our society is rapidly changing Mm -hmm. and our education has to try to meet that. And that's very difficult as well.
0: 100%. Um, If you had to like in a few points or even just like one what is like that key message that you're hoping for people to take away from this book
1: i hope that people will um just be able to sit down and recognize this not as being a secret to success Mm -hmm. or any sort of typical self-help book quote-unquote right but more of a prescription for how they can better improve their lives currently Mm -hmm. to influence the future and that all begins begins with your habits
0: yeah like you have the abilities to do it. Absolutely. <clears throat> but we all, like, personal trainers or, like, life coaches or teachers or whatever, you mm-hmm. just you just need a little bit of encouragement Absolutely, and yes. some guidance, and you can you can do whatever you need to do to get shit done, right? Exactly. And I think that's, like, what your book displays, which I think is really cool. Um, mm. Do you like reading self-help books?
1: Personally, I'm, I'm a big nerd. Yeah. I, I'm a <laughs> person. I, I don't yeah. like to read journals, but I do yeah. like to explore more about uh, just – uh, physiology psychology all these sorts of things so mm-hmm. nonfiction books themselves yeah that's your um, gem yeah, <laughs> it's, it's more of the science side versus mm-hmm. the regular self-help right um so that's my field but then i love harry potter and right. <laughs> again i love those that's i love fantasy awesome. and sci-fi and all so
0: that so let's just say someone read this book mm-hmm. and they're like wow this is really sweet i want to read more stuff like this what kind of stuff would you recommend
1: I definitely recommend, if you want to understand more of your own psychology and things like that, mm. read this book called Focus by Daniel Goleman. Cool. Um, great, fantastic book. And for young people that are kind of uncertain where they want to get it in into in their lives and things like that, definitely pick up Mastery by Robert Greene.
0: Ah, uh, yes, I heard of that Two one.
1: Two excellent books. Yeah, yeah. I feel like those are places to start off with. And if you really mm. do enjoy biolo- biology and learning about all this kind of stuff, mm. definitely look at Sapiens by uh, Harari. Um, mm-hmm. Another great, heavy, content-heavy book, but really awesome once Very you
0: valuable, it. Very valuable, right? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Do you listen to podcasts, too?
1: I do. Cool. Big fan of the Joe Rogan podcast. Yes. Big fan of your podcast. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes, yeah. Joe
0: Rogan's awesome. Yeah, I feel like po-
1: podcasts are fantastic to be able to get the bite-sized digestible mm-hmm. information you readily yeah. need uh, rather than listen to radio and all that kind of stuff
0: yeah i know i like don't get me wrong i love listening to music but sometimes you need like that balance right you do like shuffle between some good content and right. Some and good music yeah. and then I, I have like an hour and a half drive sometimes so like so there's one episode right there it's like you're with friends exactly literally yeah. yeah and like i don't know sometimes you just get like ideas out of listening to other people's ideas Mm -hmm. which is the whole point which i think is great absolutely Mm -hmm. i um also have another question for you that i ask everyone on the podcast um who or what inspires you to continue doing what you're doing
1: my biggest inspiration is my grandpa Um, oh i I, I dedicated this book to him because my grandpa was uh he was a person that really kind of grinded education Mm -hmm. and all this kind of uh self-growth into me from a very young age i mean i'm only four or five years old and he's teaching me division and multiplication which i think is crazy but (laughs) you know um he really set the tone for me and i I credit him for a lot of my successes so he's my constant daily inspiration um and that's where i go from
0: there i love that too and even like um like you're saying like multiplication division at four years old One person could say, what's the use in that? You're never going to use it at that point. But one thing that I like to highlight, too, even with university and stuff, it's not always about the uh, surface level goal. Like, it's you learning that that young isn't so you can understand what 12 times 12 means. Like, the skills behind doing that. And even, like, with university, too, I feel like... um, our parents' generation, even uh, going to post secondary, equaled a higher valued career. Right. I can speak for myself, <laughs> and when I say youth services, um, technically my job didn't need the education that I got, but I do believe that my education helped me to be a more well rounded person. Mm-hmm. Like I uh, talked about earlier, like knowing where. Um, sources come from and uh, understanding if it's like something that's legit or not Absolutely. or like even uh writing an essay or communicating with um with teachers or like in large groups like mm-hmm. there's more to it than just the that surface level value that that um endeavor had
1: yeah I- it's more it's more of a foundation that will yeah. later on impact your entire exactly future, that's not just academics mm-hmm. um or any other field related itself
0: yeah exactly and like even like your book too like there's concrete facts but there's more to it than just understanding it for like the science like it can be applied to the rest of your life which I think is important like you don't just have to be a biologist or psychologist to know these things Mm -hmm. like anyone can tap into that which i think is really great so where can we find your book
1: so my book uh, is available all throughout canada in indigo bookstores nice um, in limited supplies so Mm -hmm. uh, if you don't see the book they're able to order on indigo.ca you're also able to order from amazon.com.ca or anywhere that has an amazon marketplace online readily ships to your door brand new copy um, if you're in the United States, you're able to get it as well from Barnes and Noble bookstores all throughout North, uh, all throughout America. Cool. So, uh, it's available in all those markets. Pretty soon I'll have it available, um, in the Spanish language. Nice. Yeah. Uh, in awesome. German and other languages as well. I'm Good. hoping you get that within the coming year. Cool. Uh, but for now, English is what it is.
0: Sweet. Uh, and uh, any more plans for more books in the future? I actually, I,
1: I do. I'm currently working Yay. on my second book right now.
0: Oh, awesome. Uh, Good for you. two books
1: that I'm planning. Nice. But, uh, I'm currently working on that and I'm hoping, uh, to have some news about it on my social media pages here within the coming year
0: nice is it going to be an extension of this is it going to be something different yeah
1: it is going to be different so the most that i can talk about about it um it's it's, it is a self-help book as well, but not in the, the traditional sense, or the same way I wrote this book cool. here. It's more yeah. uh, of an analysis of what we, um, the kinds of, kind of people that we face in our lives, whether in businesses, workplaces, et cetera. Oh, I love that. Um, and it delves into more of the narcissism, psychopathy, and well, Machiavellianism. I love that kind of stuff. So <laughs> <yeah>, that's <laughs> my primary focus. Oh, uh, awesome. I can't reveal the title, no, can't yeah, reveal I'm much, totally. but um, that's where the next book will go
0: awesome well good luck with all that stuff i can't wait to read it i'm sure it's going to be great thank and you so thank much. you for coming in i loved hearing about your stuff and like sandeep said there um, are different ways to access this book i will plug it on my social media as well Appreciate that. and thank you for listening if you get a chance please check out my instagram at young culture podcast and we will talk to you soon